Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Hey, what's going on? It is Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions right now. I'm talking with two of the members of a Tacoma uh, metal band, kind of thrash, hardcore crossover uh, band called Blunt Force. Uh, this band's been around for quite a while, but they're coming out with a record called Raised on Destruction. Uh, it's coming out this. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. So when you hear this, it will have been already out. So it is out now. Uh, and it is called Raised on Destruction. It was released on the 26th of, of August. And uh, we're going to be playing some songs from them. But uh, before we go any further, uh, welcome to the show, Stein and Matt. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Doing good. Right on, guys. So uh, not elaborating on that at all. <laughs> who are we? Who are we missing uh, from the from the band? Who else uh, isn't here right now? So we're missing Sam, our drummer, who is me, Matt, and Sam are the three original guys that have been around since day one, and we have a new bass player named Jack. And he, our show on Thursday that we were supposed to play would have been his first show. So his first show with us is going to be on. Saturday in Tacoma, so that'll be the 28th. I guess that's past tense at this point. Right on, man. So, but uh, it, it's been a long time coming. This record, uh, you guys have been dropping stuff. I think all the way back in like beginning of the year or the end of last year. Um, how long have you guys been working on this record? I guess. I guess first question: When officially did Blunt Force start? Because I think I remember you guys playing. You know, even like what four or five years ago. It, it, the band's the band's been around for quite a while, right? I think it started in 2010 oh, wow. or before that, even with not even me and Stein in the band, there was one iteration of it before we joined the band or made it an actual kind of actual bands mm -hmm. in like 2012. And I think we were, I think we were active from like 2012 to 2014 and then played like one show in 2016. And it was pretty much like an afterthought until someone asked Stein to play a show and all of a sudden we became a band again. Yeah. So we played a show in 2019, one off thing. Then we played just another gig festival in 2020. We were like, we're back, we're playing shows. And that was basically the last show that anybody played for about a year and a half. Yeah. It was like January, 2019. So yeah, we played that show and then went into hibernation. 20, 2020. Oh, 2020, yeah, it's year 2020. Yeah. So, 
that was the last show we played and we were starting to work on new stuff so like this album kind of came together over the course of like 2019 2020 or sorry 2020 mostly just 2020 so obviously shows aren't happening 2020 um you know so you guys had the time to i'm, I'm assuming write this record and, and and record it is that right yeah we went through two lineup changes with our bass player in that time but through the course of that we wrote songs all together and we came up with like riffs for like 20 songs whittled it down to just eight so it's a short record and we've released four of those songs as singles and so now just over the course of like the last year year and a half we got eight that we think are really good nice nice right on well i will point out before we go any further that your name is blunt force and it looks like matt is smoking a blunt it appears or something of that nature Oh no, it's a it's a jewel. Oh, okay. It's never mind. <laughs> it's much more benign. Okay, okay, never mind. Well, the name <laughs> Blunt Force did it come from? You know, like heavy. Who was the heavy smoker in the band? Or was it someone who was? I think it was like it, it. It was like a like a cannabis reference, but like not. I don't know. I don't. Even, you probably know more about the <laughs> origin of it than I do, Stein. So technically the name came from like a one-off show, which was Bob Rogers and I think Stephen Cahill and a bunch of guys like 10 years ago. And it was like, oh, it's funny. We're 19. It's a yep. weed reference, but also like fighting. And I think that's pretty much it. And we just stuck with it the whole time because we're too dumb to come up with a better name. Yeah. Well, you know, Stein, you know, like Stein asked me if uh, we wanted to like, get the band together again and like start doing it, like playing shows and stuff. And I was like, let's just start a new band so we can like, kind of like late, like, you know, we, we've done this a couple of times. Let's start a new band. He goes, dude, we have tons of shirts. And I was like, fine, let's stay one for us. Like, it, I think it literally was like, you know, we sell a bunch of merch and it's a good name. So like we kept it. Nice. Well, so at this point it's what blunt force, uh, 3.0, 2.0. Would you say? 3.0 three or four yeah three or four okay. this is the real one now this though is the real this one. is the real one okay word word well uh how did that last gig go was it was it pretty uh were you, was it inspiring to play that you know obviously the last gig before the the shutdown and whatnot was it pretty inspiring to play that one yeah i mean it was really fun that fest was super fun it was put on by zach ellis and that was in Tacoma, where we're from. Mm -hmm. We got to play with some cool bands. We played with... There's a drain uh, and regional justice center. There's, there's a really oh, yeah. good bill. The bill is stacked. Yeah, I think Dead Heat played that show. Yeah. They were like the headliner of that show. Yeah. So that was super fun. But we hadn't played any shows in like four years. So we got to play first band at like 2 p.m., which seems rough, but it was very nice to just be done. And I got to spend the whole rest of the day watching all these other bands I wanted to see. So it was great. Yeah, we kind of like, it was like, you know, we're cold opening a show with like skeletons of the songs that are on this record. Like the songs weren't even like quite done yet. We had a version of them that was like playable. So it was definitely like, it was cool to get back out there. It was like, cool. We like, we cut our teeth. We're going to start playing shows again. And then it was like, no, you're, you're not going to start playing shows again. But, yeah. you know, is what it is. Had a bunch of time to to work on the record. And, like, we recorded it ourselves. So we got to be kind of methodical and take it slow as far as, like, tracking anything. 
And then we like sent it out to a couple of people to get it like mixed and mastered and came back pretty cool. Came back sounding better than I expected. So that's awesome. Uh, so where, where'd you guys uh, record it and uh, who mixed it and, and, and everything? So we recorded it in pieces. We demoed a bunch of stuff and then we kind of recorded it in pieces between Sam drummer's house and Matt's house. And we set up a couple home studios because oh, cool. of COVID obviously. Yep. And then we sent it off to Taylor Young at the awesome. pit yeah. studios and he reamped everything and mixed it. And then I can't remember who mastered it, but yeah, the mastering guy was in Portland, but he's also a super, super sick dude. Audio uh, Siege? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Audio yeah, Siege. That's yeah, that's Dude from From yeah, Ashes so, Rise and, and, and everything, yep. Brad Boatwright, yep. Yeah, yeah. That guy's a savage. Yeah. He, he does. So uh, the record sounds a lot more... I was going to say, the record sounds a lot more crushing than it did to begin with, because we got Taylor on it, and then we got Audio Siege on it, so it's... They kind of sprinkled on what we weren't able to do ourselves. Yeah, they made it sound very heavy. Dude, that's like the dream team. Taylor and then Brad. Whew. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, well, it was like, like I was like, we should ask Taylor Young if he'd be down to like re-up and mix it. And like, next time I was like, that would be way too much money. And I was like, I'm going to try. So I just like hit him up and was like, Hey man, what do you charge for this kind of thing? Are you willing to do this? And he was like, yeah, this is our price. And like, we'd be down, you know? And so like, I was like kind of blown away that we were like able to do it. Like we yeah. were able to afford it and he was down to do it and everything. So it was like, wow, I'm glad I asked. Cause like, it seemed like it was something that was like kind of out of our reach, but we pulled it off somehow. Well, see, that's the cool thing about hardcore is like, you know, the people that, you know, we look up to, you know, growing up is as, uh, you know, young kids and, and seeing these bands, they're all reachable because they're all now are it's all just hardcore. You know, it's not a, a lot of metal or, or like rock and roll is like everyone's on the stage. It's an unattainable thing. But with hardcore, you know, um, obviously there's people that, you know, make it their full living and stuff. And and uh, but like, you know it doesn't hurt. it's 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 only an email away yeah for sure so we're gonna go into a song actually now and uh it's from the album again it's called raised on destruction uh and it's out now so uh actually where how can people get the record is it um up on Bandcamp? that can they stream it how, what's the best way to support you guys with uh listening to the album yeah people can find it anywhere they stream music it'll be on spotify it'll be on apple music we have a band camp if you want to you know pay for it for a dollar or whatever we aren't going to have any physical copies as of yet just because we don't have shows lined up we don't i mean who knows if they're happening it's weird to like press stuff when you don't know if you're gonna play shows and whatever so it's like might might do some versions of it on different media in the future but for now we're like let's just put it out yeah top priority for us is have people hear the music also, like straight up, there's like a 12 month wait on vinyl right now. So yeah, that's like a very long process. For sure. <laughs> so, but yeah, just hit it up and, and listen to it and, and buy a download link if you can to support the band from from Bandcamp or stream it wherever you can. Uh, and and again, the band is Blunt Force. Smash and Grab's the name of the song. Uh, you want to intro this? Uh, what's uh, what's the deal with Smash and Grab? Yeah, Smash and Grab. The, the, la- the last song we wrote for the record. Last. Like- yeah. Yeah. The last song we wrote for the record is probably my favorite song on the record. And I like when we finished it, I was like, it has to be the first track because it like slaps in the hardest. And 
Yeah, definitely, definitely like my favorite thing we did on the record. Yeah, the whole record is about growing up in the 90s and being influenced by violent TV and video games and crazy news stories. And so this is just a song about kind of all that. The whole record's about that. Cool. Right on. It's Blunt Force Smash and Grab on Loud Local State Home Sessions. Family and friends in private homes and yards are prohibited. Travel between regions should be avoided, and traveling to Yellow Zone is forbidden. Follow all the rules, all the time, no exceptions. Blood Force, Smash and Grab. We're talking to the band. We're actually talking to Matt. He's lying. We're in the past. Yeah, we're in the past. uh, And we didn't even listen to the song. None of that actually happened right now for us. (laughs) Sorry, I'm having fun. Yeah. So uh, Blood Force, the name of the band. He's uh, showing you a little behind the curtains, Wizard of Oz style. Uh, We're actually way less cool than we're. Yeah, we didn't play any song right now. It's actually, it's Tuesday. None of this has happened. He's lying. And uh, I really hope you enjoyed the song that didn't actually play right now. That we didn't listen to. Yeah. So, no. Didn't even come out yet. It's not out yet. No, no, not at all. So, it's weird. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm just (laughs) here to disrupt. I'm basically here to disrupt the process. Cool. Stein's the most straightforward person in the world, and I'm here to just completely ruin everything. 
uh, and I'll just try and tie those things together. I'll, I'll be the, the, yeah, the, just fix the, it in, fix it in post. Sounds good. We'll do it live. What was that? Bill, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay guys. So you guys are both from, uh, Tacoma. Like us. you guys are both from Tacoma, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're both from Tacoma. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone in the band's from Tacoma. Well, pretty much. I think we were all born here. Yeah. Yeah. We all grew up in the area. Like I grew up in like Puyallup South Hill mm-hmm. area. Favorite Tacoma bands of all time. What do we got? And you know, you don't have to say just one. You don't have to whittle it down to one. Just a few of your favorite Tacoma bands of all time. Dude, I'm going to dig deep in one of my, technically a Gig Harbor band is Point No Point from back in the day. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, definitely Owen Hart slash Earth Control Mm -hmm. in in the top three. I go with birth control. Other than that, like Tacoma doesn't put out good musicians. There's really like never been any good bands from here. So hopefully Glum Force can be like the first band that <laughs> comes out of Tacoma that people actually like, because that's usually not the case. Stein. <laughs> no one's watching the video now, so I don't know what Stein is look, but Stein is just like shaking his head like in disgust. But. Shaking my this has been my like whole 15 year relationship with Stein is just like throwing a wrench into all of his gears Fair and pushing his buttons. So pretty typical, pretty standard stuff right there. <laughs> so, okay. So um, what, what uh, was your first kind of introduction to underground, like heavy music? Matt, let's start with you, man. What was the first uh, introduction to, you know, extreme music, quote unquote. I mean, like the first like metal like influence I had, like I remember hanging out after school at like a friend's house in like sixth grade and his brother was like Blink-182 is for losers. And he threw me his second copy of Master of Puppets and was like, you can have this. I remember taking it home and like I just kind of got into like pop punk and stuff. I'm like Mm -hmm. really young and like music discovery. I'm like 12 years old or something. And I remember listening to Battery and being like, the game has changed mm-hmm. everything like and i just started playing guitar and so it was like everything about like what i wanted to listen to like the like type of guitar playing i wanted to do like everything changed getting into metallica and then from that point it was like like a tug of war between like punk and metal and then like hardcore came in and made it like like a three-way to where it's like just you know i with all those bad bands that no one ever likes and uh you know just continuing down the path of like further into the, like, you know, the underground scene further into like metal, further into hardcore, further like punk is still in my heart though. It's not really like worn on my sleeves as much anymore, but Mm -hmm. like, like punk's the whole reason I got like into anything at all. Yeah. So I like a lot of punk that Stein hates. Stein, you're not a punk fan, more a metal guy. Yeah. I'm more of a metal guy between the two. Uh, Yeah. I grew up with a bunch of kids that listen, to like fat records punk and i couldn't stand it my okay. introduction to extreme extreme music was my dad used to work in parkland went to the dumpster at work and found a box full of cds and it was filled with like dio and maiden and pantera oh. and i was just listening to cowboys from hell on repeat while all the people i went to school with were making fun of me for listening to redneck music mm-hmm. and then i met a bunch of dudes in tacoma that played in metal bands and played in hardcore bands. And I was like, oh, these guys like this music. 
these are my new friends. So that's kind of my introduction. Dude, uh, th- that's crazy. That kid, it must have been some parent that found the kid's CDs and was like, you ain't listening to this. <laughs> it was either that we thought that it was probably an angry girlfriend because it was oh. definitely like a guy's CD collection that we could tell. Yep. There were some there were some pretty funny ones in there, like some Dream Theater and some yep. UFO and some okay. different things where the guy was, you know, listening to some funny prog rock. But it was cool. Well, uh, I first met Stein full transparency through nwhardcore.com. Uh, he started posting on there and he kind of became the Northwest Hardcore's like illustrator for a period, at least, um, you know, everyone was hitting him up for, for album covers and logos and stuff. Cause he's a, an incredible artist. Uh, and, and that's also his, his full-time job is he's an illustrator and, and graphic designer. Um, so, uh, how, how can people check out your design work? Uh, <laughs> I haven't updated my website in about 10 years, but my Instagram, I just pretty much post artwork and that's at recline the Stein, which is another, uh, little pro wrestling reference because Steiner recliner was taken. Uh, I like it. Uh, right on, man. Well, okay. So, um, you, so you kind of teased it before that, like, you know, you guys had so many t-shirts and all that stuff from, you know, all the designs from blunt force. So, uh, it must be very convenient to be able to just, you know, have in-house just, you're the designer and you're the, the musician in the band. That's gotta be pretty, pretty awesome. It's convenient for everyone in the band except, except for me. For you. Yep. <laughs> very, very true. We're always like, Stein, do this. Stein, do that. He's like, you know, like, I also have a full career of doing this as well. But, yeah, no, I, I think that you shouldn't let people in your band unless they have an additional skill. At this point, it's like everyone in the band has, like, like Sam is really good at recording. Jack is really good at, like, doing video work. Stein does artwork. And then I write riffs sometimes. Nice. But... At this point, it's like, if you can't bring something else to the table, you better be pretty good at playing music. Word. Well, uh, aside from doing all the Blunt Force stuff, uh, what other Northwest um, bands? I mean, you've done all kinds of stuff. As you'll see on Recline the Stein on on his Instagram page, you've worked from you know, Bob Dylan to, to Lamb of God and all kinds of stuff. But what about... Um, Northwest bands. What what uh, bands that you know we might be able to hear on Loud and Local have you worked with? Uh, I did the logo and uh, main design for Hellbot that I know was on yeah. there, and they played Live Day. They're killer. Um, uh, man, I don't know. Like I've done flyers for every band in existence. Yeah. I've done merch for a lot of bands, but I mean, I'm at the point where it's literally like hundreds if not thousands of bands i've done work for so i can't even think of them off the top of my head we're sitting in a room with a ton of like frame flyers that you drew what are you looking at matt what are you oh it's just like stuff from like what is it different like ill intent malice shows back in the day like it's it's like like flyers that stein's made for shows that are like framed in his office awesome well what what uh what was the first moment where you were like oh ish I get to do a t-shirt for this band or, and maybe not directly through the artist, maybe through like their management or label or whatever. What was the first time where you were like, Oh my God. So number one, first time. And this was like the start of my current career mm-hmm. was I got asked by this guy who worked for Sony records to do a shirt for K 
Kesha when TikTok came out. Oh, and wow. then the song hit number one as I was working on the design. God damn. And so that guy now is my boss 10 plus years later. That's killer. That's so awesome. that was like me ushered in. So that one was pretty cool. Like shirt number one, number one hit in the country. That's so cool. That's awesome, man. Um, what uh, what advice would you give to someone who's who's interested in, in, in pursuing a career with something like that? It's the same advice I give to somebody who wants to make a band their career or anything else that's like their personal pursuit is – Treat it like it's a job, even when you're not getting paid. People work 40 hours a week on jobs that they hate, that they're really, really good at. So spend 40 hours a week on something, you will be good at it no matter what. And people recognize that when you're good at something, people want to pay you for it and it'll become your job. I like that. I like that. Awesome. Good advice, man. Uh Right on. Well, um, you know, I don't want to, you know, obviously take over with talking about design and stuff, but it is notable and you, you have some, some incredible art. So I just wanted to you know, kind of plug that in there and get some support for your art. Um, so the, the next two songs we're going to be playing here um, are actually we're going to go into a song called Cryo Prison. Uh, just one song here. And it's off Raised on Destruction. And uh, what can you tell us about Cryo Prison? Same kind of thing. The whole record's inspired by, you know, movies and TV and violent stuff from the 80s and 90s and video games. And so this is kind of like, I mean, in the back of my head, this is pretty much inspired by Demolition Man, but it's not a song about Demolition Man. It's a song about people just not pursuing things, feeling like they can't go any further in their life because they're just stuck in this realm of complacency and you just can't get frozen in that like personal prison you just got to pursue what you want to pursue right on here's cryo prison by blunt force new album raised on destruction is out now Just to stop 
Prison by Blunt Force, and yes, Matt, we are faking it. I completely. wasn't gonna do it again. <laughs> I, like I was really holding back from doing that again, but yeah, that didn't happen. But it did for you in the future. So I hope you all enjoyed it. Absolutely. So uh, Blunt Force, uh, we're gonna. I have one last question for you guys. Uh, pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it. <laughs> Should I go with like, the two or three scars on my face from uh, we we had a friend that lived. Me and Stein used to live together like a decade ago on Sixth Avenue, Tacoma. Uh oh. And we had a friend who was like a like like an army ranger, like 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 a private contractor dude that like worked in Iraq and stuff. And Toby? one night on Sixth Avenue, like it's like no, uh, not Toby. No, okay. no, <laughs> this is a much more stacked man than Toby. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, we're like we're hanging out like 10 p.m. and like my wife has like a newer job. She's working like her first graveyard shift at a new job, and she's like, "Do you have to go out tonight? Like, I don't want you to go out and get in trouble." Like my first shift, I'm like, "Honey, like, what's the worst that could happen?" Turns out, like two hours later, we run into our neighbor, and he gives me this giant bear hug. I think he'd been like on a like deployment we hadn't seen him in a while. He gives me this huge bear hug, and I uttered like the three words I like regret the most in my life, and I said, "I said, pick me up." So he like lifts me up over his head, like like I'm like a figure skater, like I'm the lighter figure skater being held up. And then yep. he proceeds to just lose his balance because like unbeknownst to me, he was blackout drunk. So oh, he no. just like suplexes me back and like I careened into the concrete. Like I broke the fall and like skinned my hands, but it like broke my nose and like took a chunk out of my eyebrow and gave me like a little scar on my mustache and like, like, I can't believe it healed as good as it, to be honest. Like full belly to belly suplex into the concrete. Yeah. And then I was like, and then I was just like, I wanted to just like keep hanging out, but I was like bleeding really bad. So I was like, damn, dude, I gotta, I gotta go. Sucks. Like I'm like sitting there like, like, is it that bad? I'm like, yeah, it is. I gotta, I gotta give me a stitch. So that's, that's one of my, you know, favorite collection of scars that, I like it. you know, makes me look like I've been like brawling with knives and like, I mean, there's been that too, but like, it's definitely just from the really stupid fall. Pick me up. No, no, don't do that. Pick again. me up. Yeah. Never again. Never again. Stein, what about you, man? Pick a scar. <laughs> I don't have anything that good. No? Uh, I don't have a scar, but there was a show that I was at one time at the viaduct in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. And this guy went to stage dive, mm-hmm. and everyone moved out of the way oh, no. in the middle of his back line all the way down. And that was you. That was Kevin Deers. Nice. That was Kevin Deers stage diving at a show and landed directly on my head. No scar. Did did you get uh, think- knocked out? Uh, 
Uh, no, I, I um, wow, pretty awful for the rest of the show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you like remember what show that was? I saved you. The uh, the amount I I think you and I have been. It was probably Rainfest one year actually. I don't know what band it was, but it's probably Rainfest like 2016 or something. I remember whenever one, the oh. last one in Tacoma. Damn, dude. I'm sorry. About I don't know that. if I have a scar on my like on my body from this, but I have a scar on my soul from a uh, Three Inches of Blood Deadly Sinners music video show at Hell OG Hell's Kitchen. Yep. And like they like started the set with like playing it twice to get all the footage and people mm -hmm. were going, I mean, if you watch the video, people are going bananas. And someone like stage dove and just hit this pocket like right in front of me, go and they're careening towards the floor. And on their way down, they grabbed my junk. <laughs> like, like, like the most perfect, like, like fist claw. And it was like, it was like the shaft, like not the berries. And like, I literally like, like whited out from pain from this person trying to break their fall with my junk. So I don't think there's a scar from it anywhere, but like my heart and soul. But I'll never forget anytime I've like rewatched Deadly Sinners. I'm like, the whole second time they played the song, I was like hyperventilating from the amount of pain I was in. It, that was perfect though, because then you could actually sing along in with Cam Pipes. Yeah, I, I, I could hit the notes in that instance. Yeah, like that was my voice. I'm sure. Damn, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, good scars. I'm sorry about that, Stein. You owe me. What? <laughs> yeah. You owe me. Pick me up, Stein. Cool. Pick me up, Stein. Pick, uh, yeah, belly to belly onto the concrete. Yep. <laughs> I remember one time at Rainfest, I saw Cold World and I went up. It was like their last song. I went up to go stage dive and I tripped on stage and I just uh, tackled the singer. And it was like the last sing along and I tackled <laughs> him. And then it was a pile on. So everyone just piled on us. I was like, God damn it. it was, oh, it was gnarly. I was just trying to stage dive and I. I think I remember that show. Yeah, good times. Anyways, Blunt Force, the album is Raised on Destruction. It's available now. Um, we're going to go into the last song here uh, for the feature, Override Deletion. But before we do, uh, do you guys have any uh, thank yous or shout outs? Yeah, I got to thank my buddy Jake Fernandez. He sings on Override Deletion. And we got to thank Ben Gassman, who plays a guitar solo on the title track. He's in the band Ethereus. They kick ass. Jake is in the band Dust Mob. So, yeah, two guys that featured on that. And thank my bandmates, Sam and Jack, that aren't here. Yeah, thank, thanks to Tacoma. Thanks, Tacoma. All right. Thanks for letting us be the first band that matters. No. No, I'm just kidding. Blunt Force with Override Deletion off Raised on Destruction. Let's play the song here, but not actually play it, Matt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.